ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله Salatullah wa salamuhu alayhi Amma ba'd Ya ayuhal ladhina amanu Attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih Wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayuhal nas Attaqu rabbakumul ladhi khalqakum min nafsin wahida Mukhalqa minha zawjaha Wabatha minhuma rijalan kathiran wa nisaa واتقوا الله الذي تساءمون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وأحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives us so many opportunities to benefit. He gives us so many opportunities to rectify our situation, for us to rectify our situations. It is incumbent that we take advantage of these opportunities. Because these moments in life, they will eventually come to an end. Just like the moments of our lives will eventually come to an end. And when that happens, we will no longer have an opportunity to reap the benefit from these auspicious occasions and moments. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has blessed us to live just before a very tremendous auspicious occasion. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He blesses us to see this occasion and to take and reap full advantage of this occasion. And this occasion, Ya Ibad, it is incumbent that we know and we understand the reality of it so that we may benefit from it. It is incumbent that we know and we understand that not all time is the same. Not all occasions are the same. Not every month is the same. But you have from time, those time frames, those time periods, that they are better than other time periods and other time frames. You have from time those occasions that the things that are done in those times then they are more valuable and they are worth more and the reward for them is more than that very same action that was done at another time with this there comes in the hadith of Ibn Abbas in that which Imam Bukhari he brings in his collection of authentic hadith قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما من أيام العمل الصالح فيها أحب إلى الله من هذه الأيام يعني أيام العشر. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said that they are not from any days that the righteous good deeds done therein 
are more beloved unto Allah than these days. Meaning, the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. The first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah that bi'ithnillahi ta'ala we are but a day away from. The righteousness that is done inside of these days is more beloved unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That comes inside of another narration of dhal. They are better. The righteousness done inside these days, they are better. In this narration it comes, they are more beloved. So the righteousness that are done inside of the first 10 days of the month of Dhul Hijjah, they are better and more beloved unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than righteousness that is done outside of these days. The Sahaba, when they heard this, Paulu, they said, they said, and not even jihad fi meaning that what? That there are no deeds that are done outside of these days that are equal to and could outdo the deeds that are done inside of these days. So the Sahaba, they asked, not even jihad in the way of Allah, so that these righteousness that is done in these days is even better than jihad in the way of Allah. فَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ I want you to contemplate on the answer of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, he said, وَلَا جِهَادٍ وَلَا الْجِهَادٍ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Not even jihad in the way of Allah is better than this. Meaning that what? That all types of jihad that are shy and lesser than the greatest type of jihad, then even jihad is not better. Only the greatest aspect of jihad could outdo the deeds that are done inside of these days and what is the greatest aspect of jihad the prophet sallallahu said jihad fi not even jihad in the way of allah except for a man that goes out with his self he himself goes out and he goes out with his wealth he goes out with himself and he goes out with his wealth. And then he doesn't return with anything. He goes out and all of his wealth is spent in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or that wealth that he went out with is spent in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he dies as a martyr. This is the only deed that will trump the deeds done in these days. So when one sees that, they realize that the deeds that are done inside of these days, then they are deeds that are tremendous in value. They are deeds that we should have an extreme concern for, meaning in a good way. These are deeds that we should strive our best to do as much of them as we can during this auspicious occasion. Well, Al-Hafiz, he mentions inside Al-Fatih, explaining why these days are different from other days. Naam. He mentions, he says, He said, this is because of the bringing together of the foundational acts of worship. The foundational acts of worship, they come together during these days, not like in any other days. Naam. He says, here and they are He said, then they are the salah. We have in these days the salah. Naam, like every other day, correct? But we also have during these days Suyam. Naam. Like the fasting of the day of Arafah and the fasting of the days prior to it. 
Because these are from the righteous good deeds that are multiplied during these days. So we have in it what? Fasting. The charity that is given. Just like in other days. But these days too, yes, we can give charity as well. And then, Al-Hajj. Naam. During these days, we have Hajj. So someone may say, we have Siyam. And we have Salah. And we have Sadaqah in other days. That is true. But you don't have Hajj in other days. But we have Hajj during these days. So now we have Hajj. And then we have Yomul Arafah. We have Yomul Arafah. When an individual, they fast during that day. And they will have their sins expiated for two years. You don't have Yomul Arafah outside of these days. Naam, so you have Yomul Arafah. Imam, he mentions, he says that the likes of these do not come together outside of during these days. So this shows you that these days are not like other days. He says that Sa'id, during these days, when these days came in to show you the understanding of the Salaf, to show you, where are we from them? Ya subhanallah. They took this serious. So much so that when these days came in, they said that he used to work hard. He will work so hard with such a hard working, almost like he couldn't even do it all. He will work so hard so he would almost wear himself out doing righteous good deeds. And he used to say, he used to say, do not turn off your lanterns. In the nights of the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. What does that mean? Don't turn off your lanterns. He say he was saying, during these nights, pray. Don't worry about sleeping during these nights. These ain't the nights to sleep. These are the nights to pray. Don't turn your light off. This is not the time for, 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 for rest and relaxation. Don't turn your light off. But rather during this time, increase. During this time, increase. Ya ibadullah. I want you to understand something about the reality of this time and something about the reality of, of ourselves. Is that what? We come up short. Is that we are often slipping. Is that we are often lazy. Is that often we neglect benefiting ourselves. Naam. There are many days that will go by we don't read the Quran. There are many days that will go by, we don't pray our voluntary prayers. Many days will go by, many, how many Mondays and Thursdays went by? We did not fast. There are days that go by that we come up short. We come up lacking from Allah Ta'ala's mercy upon us is that he gives us occasions like this where we can make up the gap. Do you understand? Allah Ta'ala gives us occasions like this that we can bring forth righteous good deeds and they're multiplied and multiplied and multiplied that we can make up the gap by doing the same amount of effort but now it is worth double, no not even double, Allah Ta'ala knows how much more it is even worth during these days. So this is an opportunity if we came up short before that we could what? Get a whole bunch out of a short period of time. When you talk about time management, when you talk about taking advantage of an opportunity, when you're talking about really taking advantage of an investment, this is an investment that none of us could afford to, to, to miss out on. I want you to contemplate. I want you to think about it. If you were paid for every stone you picked up, let's say this was your job, you pick up stones, okay? You picked up a stone, and then you had to walk 100 yards, and you pick up another stone. Then you had to walk 100 yards and you pick up another stone. Then you had to walk 100 yards and, and you get the point, right? But now what about if there was an opportunity 
where they said during this hour, this is better than overtime. We're going to have hundreds of stones in one place. So you go to one place and you put hundreds of stones inside of your satchel and you take a step away and you put more hundreds of stones inside of your satchel, so on and so forth. Would you go all out during this hour or would you wait till it goes back to 100 yards between each stone? You'll say, you know what? Maybe I was lazy. Maybe I only walked a couple hundred yards today. I only got a couple stones. But now in this one day, I can make enough to take care of the whole week, whole month, whole year. You see, when you look at it like that, could we really afford to miss out? When you look at it like that, could we really afford to miss out? And I want you just to reflect on your worship. I want you to reflect on your worship like I'm reflecting on my worship. Can we miss out? I can't. Hada. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله the righteousness that is done inside of these days it is better and more beloved unto Allah than the righteousness that is done outside of these days. And I want you to really understand this, right? Imam Uthameen, rahimahullah ta'ala, he brings forth some very simple examples to his students to make them understand the reality of these days. He asks a very simple question. He says, if a person were to pray two raka'at inside of Ramadan, in the last 10 days of Ramadan, and they were to pray two raka'at in the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah, which one is better? Which one gets more reward? Some students said the first one. Some, some one, another student, he said the second one. And then he said, when we differ in anything, as Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran, and if you differ in anything, then take it back to Allah's Messenger. He said, so what did the Prophet Sallallahu said? They are not from any days that the deeds done therein are more beloved to Allah than these days. Naam? So it tells us that what? The Turaq ads that are prayed in the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah they are worth more than Turaq ad prayed in the last 10 days of Ramadan. And I want you to reflect on this, right? Especially those Muslims who are uh, yani, lightly referred to as Ramadan Muslims. I want you to reflect on this, right? All of the occasions have to be taken seriously. There is no excuse to be lackadaisical in the last 10 days of Ramadan. No way. But just like we know and we have enough sense to work hard at the end of Ramadan, then that same logic should dictate that we work even harder in the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. Why? Because the deeds are worth more. And then he brought another example. Remember what they mean? He said, if you were to give sadaqah in Ramadan, which is better, sadaqah in Ramadan or sadaqah in the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah? Then of course we know the answer, sadaqah in the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. So just like we strive to give sadaqah, in the end of Ramadan, then even more so we should be striving to give sadaqah in the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. So if you have anything to give from sadaqah, anything at all to give from sadaqah, if your pay period comes during these 10 days, make sure you allocate a portion of it for sadaqah because the sadaqah given in these 10 days, the reward of it is more than sadaqah given outside of these 10 days. But with that being the case, we have to understand because we don't want to lose out. That if we want our deeds to benefit, 
then at the top and at the head of the righteous good deeds that we have to make sure that we are implementing is tahqiq al-tawheed that we establish and actualize the tawheed wa tiba' sunnah and nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the following of the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam ay لأن الله تعالى لا يعبد إلا بما لا يعبد إلا بالتوحيد. الله تعالى he is not worship except with التوحيد. We have to establish توحيد. نعم. And the manner that Allah تعالى is worshipped in is not established except upon the sunnah of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. عبادة الله لا تعرف إلا بالتباع. Sunnah al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa The worship of Allah is not known except by following the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Without tawheed and without sunnah, then the action it will not count. Allah ta'ala, he says, وَلَقَدْ أُوحِيَ إِلَيْكَ وَإِلَّا الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكَ لَإِنْ أَشْرَكْتَ لَيَحْبَطَنَّ عَمَلُكَ Allah ta'ala, he says, what means? And verily it was revealed to you, O Muhammad, like it was revealed to those who come before you, that if even if you associate partners with Allah in worship, all of your deeds will be rendered null and void. They won't count. They won't count. They will not count. And verily, undoubtedly, in the hereafter, you will be from the losers because there is no exception. La ilaha illallah. That is applicable to everyone. There is no exception. There are no exceptions. Tawheed must be established. If it's not established, the deed won't count. So if you do a deed to show off, or if you do a deed so people can talk about it, or if you do a deed because you want a worldly gain, Allah's not going to reward you for it. You will not be rewarded for it. But once we have the Tawheed, then we have to establish that deed Upon the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Man amila amila laysa alayhi amruna fahuwa raddun. Whoever does an action that does not have on it our command, it is rejected. The Prophet <coughs> sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Man ahdatha fi amrina hadha ma laysa minhu fahuwa raddun. That whoever introduces into this affair of ours. Whoever introduces, I want you to understand this. You cannot find an act of worship due to your contemplation. You understand? You cannot find an act of worship because you just sat and thought about how you're going to do it. You cannot figure out how to worship Allah Ta'ala by saying, I'm going to take a nap and see what come to me in my dream. Whatever I do in my dream, then that's what I'm going to take as an act of worship. No. No. The Prophet says, Salli. Pray as you see me praying. But, now, the Prophet he told us, Take from me your rituals for Hajj. We have to be upon the Sunnah of the Prophet. He came and taught us how to give Sadaqah, how to be righteous to our parents, how to establish worship, how to establish the, the, the fasting, so on and so forth. We have to do it upon the Sunnah of the Prophet. Nothing else will be accepted. Allah Ta'ala tells us that in the Quran. Allah wa Rasul. Obey Allah and obey the Messenger. Naam. 
Allah Ta'ala commands us, obey Allah and obey the Messenger. Allah Ta'ala, He says, Whatever the Messenger gives you, take it. Whatever He pro pro prohibits from you, stay away from it. That's not clear? Allah Ta'ala, He says, Allah Ta'ala, He says, obey Allah and obey the Messenger. And do not render your deeds null and void. Obey Allah and obey the Messenger. And don't make your deeds null and void. Don't put your deeds in a situation where they don't count. Don't put your deeds and make them subject to not being accepted. How would they be subject to not being accepted? How could you make your deeds not count? How could you render your deeds null and void? By not obeying Allah, by not, by not establishing the Tawheed, by not obeying the Prophet وسلم, by not following his Sunnah. So Allah Ta'ala, he says, Obey Allah and obey the Messenger and do not render your deeds null and void. That's clear, isn't it? So, during these next 10 days, if we want to benefit, then we have to make sure that everything we do it's for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we call our parents and we be good to our parents, we're doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now we want to see our parents happy, but we're doing it because we know more importantly, this is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we're good to our spouses, good to our wives, the wives good to the husbands, the parents good to the children, children good to the parents, so on and so forth, it's for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we know that more importantly than them, them being pleased by the good treatment, Allah ta'ala, he's pleased with this. When we give sadaqah, it is for Allah. When we make our prayers, it is for Allah. When we fast, it is for Allah. And everything that we do, we do it in accordance to the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ because we love the Prophet ﷺ more than we love ourselves, our wives, our children, and our parents. So of course we want to imitate him and be like him وسلم, and because we want our deeds to count we do not want to do things that result in us wasting our time or hurting ourselves because we did not comply with the sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, and if we really understood who is Muhammad وسلم, then most Definitely we would want to be like him and imitate him and do everything that the way that he did it and the way he taught us because we love him more than we even love ourselves.